Welcome to our very first lit session. If I knew technology and had effects, I would have inserted some applause right there, but you know, the budget, you know, the way my bank account is set up. Um, lit sessions are conversations, not necessarily traditional interviews that I, author Diana W, or Angelique, if you know me by my government name, will have with some amazing authors. This is all a part of Crew of Lit, which is a Black author showcase that takes place in New Orleans the very last weekend in March. It usually coincides with um, the literary festival that they have down here. Um, to be more specific, next year's date is March 26, 2022. And when I say that date, I mean, that's just the date of the main event, but um, what we're planning is to be a full weekend so um workshops um little brunch things little book discussions like i think i think it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a vibe right we back outside guys um just a brief um some a few things about this um ashley nicole interview so guys i am not a seasoned interviewer by any means (laughs) i can't even pronounce words that well and um like around the 20 minute, like 20 minutes left in the conversation, my mic, um, my voice goes in and out because I, again, I'm not talking through a microphone, which I'm working on. I'm talking through my laptop, right? We're doing the zoom. Um, and I'm talking through the, the laptop. So I don't know when I can't be heard or if it's chopping up, but I don't think it's enough to distract from the conversation. Cause it was really good. And also there is adult language. So just be warned, we are, it's in the show notes, but I just want to say it again. It's a natural flow of conversation. It's not excessive cursing. We're not just like F-bomb, deaf comedy jam style, but they're in there. Um, But I think this is a really good conversation. I'm so happy that she was the first um, person on our virtual couch. So let us know if you like it. You can also let us know if you didn't, even though I prefer not to. Uh, We actually talk about reviews (laughs) in the interview. But um, constructive criticism, I am all for it. Um, I want to get better in this. Um, This was actually really fun. So without further ado, Ashley Nicole, guys. So right now, our first uh, person on our virtual couch is Ashley Mother Freaking. See, I didn't curse. Nicole, and, and tell the people hi. All that people. <laughs> <laughs> and just a little bit about Ashley is Ashley has written what are what number are we? I know it's over forty. I think we're at forty-three. Forty-three. <laughs> Your fave can never. Um, and I can never, <laughs> um, and would you categorize most of your stuff as what black romance or yeah, just black romance. Um, but, yeah. but you do write, I would say romantic suspense too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to do more of that, but yeah, occasionally I do that. And then I guess sometimes you can say romantic comedy, but I, I never go into anything to call it romantic comedy. It just kind of ends up there. But I feel like your natural style is comedy, no? Yeah, that's just me. Sometimes people, I think people categorize me mostly because they're like, you have a tone, a dry humor, sarcasm. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I set out to write that, but my character is like funny. So I guess, so I'm like, oh, she writes funny stuff. Right, that's exactly what happens. Right, so I'm like, "Mm," I would say most of your stuff is romantic comedies, no? Mm Yeah. Yeah, but not intentionally. You're just saying it's not intentionally supposed to be a romantic comedy. Yes. (laughs) So why don't you write more suspense? 
Um, it's harder. It it takes more out of me to do that. Um, and I don't read enough of it. I think, I, and I want to start reading more of it so that I can can write more of that. But it, the ones that I've done so far, it seems like they're all pretty similar. You know, there's either a stalker or a killer. And I know that there are other facets to suspense. And I, I just need to do a little bit more research. Before so what if you could, I guess, what what would be if you didn't have any restraints, right? Like if you felt like you wanted to write, what would be the next one? Would it be another serial killer or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but to be I fair, like the... I... <laughs> Go ahead. to be fair, I like at dusk. Like I felt like I think me and you have had this conversation before that we and people might think that's weird, but I listen to all the true crime podcasts. I have a fascination with serial killers. I think yep. I don't know if it's weird to people, but I enjoy it. It's, it's an addiction. It's, it does feel weird to like it as much as you do. But why is that though? I haven't figured out why. Because, you know, it's like taboo to have this fascination with. I don't want to say with murder because I think for me it's more um, like how this person got to this point where they can skin 18 people alive and throw them in a cow patch. Like it's not, but people think that's what it is. You're fascinated with murder. So there must be something wrong with you. So I don't even think so. I think for me it's so serial killers go against what's normal for human beings. And I think that's the interesting part, right? When they Mm -hmm. actually dig into how this person killed them? How did they go about choosing who they killed? Right. Like it's psychological stuff that's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, who knew this kind of, like, who knew people could be this messed up? I think that's what it is too, right? Like, we're, you assume everybody's normal and then when yep. you see people that are this messed up yep. to the point where you're like, oh my God, there are normal people walking around. You don't know what they got going on in their brain. They're capable of doing right. Because society at one point had us thinking that, you know, a serial killer or anybody who's a murderer, it's they were abused as a child or they've been through some kind of trauma and, you know, they just kind of got messed up. And you you listen to these and a lot of these people were just regular people had regular childhoods and they just decided that they liked to kill people. So it I don't know. That's my fascination. So which one, I guess, which serial, if you can remember, because I can't recall what they do, but which one was like, oh my God, like the one that stood out and you just had to stop what you were doing and be like, what in the hell? Um, I don't think it was actually a serial killer. The serial killers, you know, they have a, they have a process. They, it's just what they do. It's the ones who kill one time and that murder is just so heinous that, that get me. And um, the one that sticks out, I can't think of this girl's name, but um, it was a woman and there was, I think the little girl was eight or nine and um, they lived in the same trailer park and they were all in church. And I think she was like the church secretary. The little girl played with her daughter's friends. And one day she, she just took this little girl, she took her over to the church and, um, and she killed her. There was no rhyme or reason. She stuffed her in a luggage bag what? and threw her in um, a creek. It was it was like 2012. Very recent. I can remember the, the pictures of this little girl when she went missing. Um, I think she was missing for like five or six days. And how they caught her was um, 
when the police came to her house to ask, because the little girl had gone over there to play, she's like, no, she never came here. But the woman was bringing luggage outside. This little girl's body was in the luggage. So when they found it, that's how they figured out it was her luggage. And that one stuck with me because it was, she was just a, a wreck. She was a mom. She had her own kids. She was living a regular life. And she just out the blue decided that she was going to murder this little girl. And I think she did. She sexually assaulted her, um, like with poles or something. And I think that's frightening, right? Because women, women killers in general are not the, yeah. right? Right. And I also find it strange when they have, like these codes, like these people, they have they have the men who have a wife and kid, and mm-hmm. but they'll rape and kill women. Anybody else? Their kids are like, yeah. and their wife is like yeah. sacred, and it's just yeah. I don't even like the psychology. Like I wish I, you know, I think everybody say that, especially after thinking mm-hmm. we all can solve crimes watching like mm-hmm. PSI mm-hmm. and stuff. <laughs> we assume we can mm-hmm. solve crimes, but I swear that part is fascinating. Like, what makes you disassociate enough to kill and commit this? kind of heinous act to somebody even especially as a woman right and you're you are already kind of like you have that motherly part to take care it's usually we're really protective over kids so you see that kind of it's like damn what is and we automatically say it's mental health and i'm just like nah that's a demon i don't think that's always mental health it's it's just something in the person that something's wrong because you think about like friends of i don't have kids but like your son or my nieces and nephews, if you spend enough time around, you start caring about them. So how yeah. did you you separate that to kill this little girl? It, yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Nor do I want to, right? <laughs> no, no, I don't I think, want to. As long as I keep thinking that that's horrible, it lets me know that I'm not I'm not crazy. Right, right. We're not, <laughs> we're not good with it. As long as we don't get desensitized, we're not becoming murderers. I'll take that. Right. <laughs> so how do you, how do you, so that's, what kind of podcast are you listening to now? Like, is that pretty much the bulk of your podcast? Yeah, those, um, yeah. I was listening to like um, Charlemagne from The Breakfast Club, um, but I kind of fell off that. What is that, Brilliant Idiots, right? Yeah, yeah. I fell off. I prefer comedy most of the time and they're hilarious. They Their views are effed up at times. Um, <laughs> but... I don't I don't enjoy the news because, you know, usually it's wrong and and the perspectives are different than, um, you know, I don't know, just I don't know. I just like the way that they talk about stuff. Um, But then I got bored with it because I only listen to podcasts when I go driving. I can't listen in the house. So um, I do. Was it true crime all the time? And they're like they have like 300 something episodes. So I'm still working my way through. You're still working. Oh, we need to talk about when you take your drive. So please tell people how do you, <laughs> how do you take in your podcast? Because I was like, right, what? <laughs> right. So I get up twice a week at four or five o'clock, um, and I drive about. I think it takes about an hour. I drive um, just straight up the state. I stay on the main road. I don't get on the highway. I drive straight up the state, like half. Wait, tell people where you're from. I'm from Connecticut. So this is why she can drive up the state, guys. I mean, right, because it's, it's not. Right. <laughs> so it takes like an hour to drive across the state anyway. So yeah, I get up and the, the street right outside my house, it um it turns into like a main route. And I go about, I don't know, 40 miles up. And then I just turn around and drive back. And um I do it in the morning before people get up, before traffic. It's just mm-hmm. kind of my time. 
um, to, I don't even think, so I can't even say it's my time to think. It's, it's my time to not think. It's um, like a decompressing, you know, which is weird, right? It's a decompressing, right. but the stuff you're taking in is but like, the stuff, yeah, that's the weird thing. And I just, I don't have to think about anything. It's how I, because as a writer, I don't know if this happens for you. You know, you're writing all the time. You're creating all the time. Even if you're not typing it, you're not writing it down. It's there. So when I'm when I'm driving and when I'm listening to the podcast, I'm not creating. It, it's a break from my mind. Right. Um, so, it, yeah, twice a week, it, I get really upset when I don't do it. Because it's, it's, it's messing up. It's like a routine, yeah, right? right? It's, it's your routine. Right. The same way I right. feel like I get frustrated when I can't go to the gym, right? Because that's no, my way of letting. <laughs> and she's like, ah, not, not, we're not talking no, about the I can't, right. I can't agree with you there, no. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say physical mm-hmm. activity. Driving, but no, it's the same way because it like any frustrations I have, or if I'm angry about something, at least I can run and get it out my system, and then come back and be like, "Whoo, like I got that out the way. Let me get to what I need to get to now." Right, Um, and I do it so early that my phone doesn't start ringing because you know, as you know, my phone rings all day about whatever, Um, and typically nobody's up then. So literally, it's just that quiet peace. Um, I think they call it the sacred. Sh- that's your sacred time, right? I yeah. love recently listening yeah. to somebody's podcast, but somebody said you should get up before your house. Well, I'm saying house with somebody, yes. but you should get up before everybody gets up. They said they get up maybe an hour or two before everybody, mm-hmm. and they consider that their sacred time so that mm-hmm. they don't have to think. Right? It's what they want to do, and yep. they can meditate. They can do whatever, but they have that time because it's quiet and it's for them. And I actually don't think enough people, I started doing it. Like I wake up an hour before my uh, alarm, even if I'm just sitting there on the sofa quietly, it's my time to just, that's my time. (laughs) Because my time, other than that, I have a three-year-old, so limited on what I get because it revolves around him and my husband. But um, so I would consider that your sacred time, which is great. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, that's your sacred time. No serial killers. Um, <laughs> so how often how often do you write like how often do you write? is it a certain goal do you do it um last year's goal was just to write every day in 2019 I, I kind of got disgusted with myself that was the year that I started <laughs> yeah I started writing full-time you know that's my hundred percent job this is how I make my money and I felt that I played with it um, I wrote when I felt like it, which wasn't often. I still got books out, but I just didn't feel like I was, you know, working up to my potential. You know, mm-hmm. um, again, you're you're playing with it. We don't know, knock on wood, if Amazon is ever going to change how they do stuff and if it'll always be something that, you know, I could pay my bills with. So I just I wasn't happy with my productivity. So last year I told myself, you have to write every single day. I don't care if it's. 10 words or 15,000 words, you have to write every day. Um, and the plan at the beginning of this year was to, and, and I did it. <laughs> I did it. Um, I would not miss a day. Um, 
and and the plan this year was to take one day off a week. Um, mm-hmm. As you know, you know, I write with Chancia every day. Um, and, and that's Chancia C. We Higgins for anybody not Higgins. knowing who yes. Chancia is. Yeah. Yes, sorry. Um, we we write every day and we were going to take Sundays off, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Sundays, absolutely no writing. I think Mondays were going to be like our admin day or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it hasn't happened. We, <laughs> at, the, at the beginning of the year, we, we would not write together on Sundays, but I would still sneak in here because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I cannot not write every day. Even as you know, I had, I had COVID in April. I was in there literally sucking air I'm barely able to, to just recover. <laughs> and I would have my laptop right there every night I would say like 8 or 9 o'clock before I started falling asleep I would just type something just a couple of words um, so I write every day and I don't think that's going to change um, yeah it's just every day so how many did you release last year? last year Cause you was coming at my, I mean, I felt like I was yeah. playing dodgeball. Like the minute, you, <laughs> like the minute the ball bounced back to the person, he'd go ask with another book. It ended up being is <laughs> either twenty one or twenty two. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and here I am, twenty two, and, and I was I mad like <laughs> the homeless person outside, <laughs> looking in the window like, please, sir. It wasn't. It wasn't my goal. I, yeah. At the beginning of the year, I told myself I wanted 12 projects, projects mm-hmm. out, just just 12. Um, you know, and I didn't, it wasn't novel, it wasn't novella, it wasn't novelette, it was just projects, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, it just, it worked out very well. <laughs> I, I <laughs> like, bet it did. I bet yeah. it did. But because I think people, I'm, go ahead. But, okay, so my, so my own encounter to that is do you, Think you spoiled your readers, right? So then they're yes. bam, bam, bam. And yes. then now you're like, okay, like I think we yes. talked about it recently too, that you you only released one this year so far. Two. One, two? Two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. And but they were used to like, I think you were right. doing like right. month, twice a month, maybe? A couple twice a month, one month, six, but yeah, and then <laughs> Um, yeah, I actually, I just posted um, the cover for the book that's coming out sometime before July is over. And um, somebody said, oh, welcome back. And I'm like, where the fuck did I go? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I, I guess they did get used to it. They were looking for, for it. Um, I do get a lot of DMs like, what's next? Mm-hmm. When- do, does it annoy? So, I'm not going to speak for you, right? I'm not going to yeah. I don't want because I don't want you to have readers be like, well, you know, yeah, yeah, like, well, I'm not that DM her. But I also feel like new readers, not to say readers like new readers to you, but just in general. Like I remember as a teenager and in high school when books came out from authors that I liked, I had and it wasn't like a month. Right, it might be a year or two before I got that next one. And guess what? My tail sat and waited. I saw that day. Cool. I know when this is coming out. That's exactly what happened. Especially with like, remember the um, either the arabesque or the kamani. They would put that insert inside the book, and it would Mm -hmm. say, "This book is coming here. This book is Mm -hmm. coming here." And you just have to wait. There was no pushing, or you know, 
So do you think we're feeding into that? It's almost like fast food, right? Because they want it right now. Like they consume it fast. And then before the book even got a chance, like my like my pages ain't even dry off yet. And you're like, hey, when's the next book? And it's like, hold up, sis. It took me a minute to even get these thoughts out. I feel that way every book. Every book I'll get. Um, you know, with like a novelette or a novella, I don't. It, it's quick. It's that one, you know, whatever. But when I put out a novel and you come to me that afternoon <laughs> when I posted it this morning at eight and you say, oh, my God, that was so good. What's next? I kind of got a problem. <laughs> it's, if so, I feel like it's two ways, right? It was so good. And right. I in writing that I can't I, not I can't wait I, to I get the next it project but it's also like are you asking because you think I'm a machine now because I didn't give you that one time when I had books coming back to back to back that I can just give this out like this like right I think some people fail to realize as well that um we got we have lives going on too like sometimes demanding lives like I gotta write like me personally like I know Nobody better ever look for me for a timeline, a time. Right. <laughs> because let me tell you how I get my, I might get a few words on a day if I got some right. time to myself, I'll get it in. And then I have days where I'll write like 5,000 words because I got time, like maybe my- have the time, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's a process. And then I got to like what I wrote. Like I might've, time has passed and now I'm reading what I wrote previously. And I'm like, ooh, this don't even sound good. Now I got to write right and go back to right to doing it. And it made me feel bad, but then I was like, nah, writers are like this. Like, some writers are like this where they need more time to process their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then they got people like, you are always... Yeah, I always tell you that, though. I'm like, Ash is a machine. I don't know how she writes like this. Like, I'm just... I am- and, and this year, that that's what's going on. Like, last year, it just came. I don't know where all of that came from. But I feel like, you know, this year, some of the exhaustion that I should have felt last year is leaking yeah, into this. It's, it's because, yeah. um, like you said, I've only put out two. And if I could be honest, it stressed me the fuck out. Not just because- to do those two? No, no, no. That That's all I have. And we're oh. about to be seven months into the year. Yeah. Um, because it's not me. I feel super lazy, even though I write every You're day. Not, nope. I know, but I'm, it just, that's how I feel. So, it's so um, like I said, I write, but what happens is if we don't have the material, we could write every single day and you get in like five words or um, this year's issue is, I've, I think I've started, I talked about this a couple weeks ago. I've started like eight projects since Wait, since the March. start of this year? <laughs> no, no, no. Since March. Since March. I've oh started God. like eight other stories. I got a whole list there. But <laughs> I get into them. I have a couple where I got, you know, 20, 30,000 words. But mm-hmm. you get to a certain point and you just can't go any further because you don't have the material. So, mm-hmm. you know, when people say, you know, I want another book out right now, it's it's not because I don't want to give it to you. But it's, it's, be, not. it's not coming to me. It's, and then, right. it's not. And coming. they can also tell when something was rushed or forced, right? Because they'll tell you in the review. And they're right. And they review you. <laughs> and they review I don't know. She fell off. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what happened here. And you mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> like, right. like, we need reviews. I get it. Like, we do right. reviews, but I'm not going to lie. Some of them, I'll be like, you could have kept. That's why I don't read them. That's you could have kept that in a draft, sis. <laughs> I used to when it. I first started. I would read every single one. And no, it's 
That's like now, a form of self-torture. I, it is. It is. Like, honestly, Tessia will get up there and I'll be like, what are you doing? Why are you there? What, how did you get there? Are you supposed to be there? We've talked about this. Don't do it because it also depends on where you are. Amazon seems a lot nicer than Goodreads. Um, I <laughs> buy Goodreads. Goodreads is like the bad block in the neighborhood. I don't go there. <laughs> those people are brutal over there. So, you know, it's it's a very fine line between um, critiquing and just insulting. And um, I think also, if you just say, man, I don't like how this ended, or I wish it would have ended this way, so I'm giving this two stars. No, 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 we're not doing that. Because you don't. And a, I wish a person. I, I hate a, I wish a or you should have person. <laughs> I hate those people because. I wish you would write the book and you should have written it is how I feel. Don't. And it's not, I think most people realize it's not an easy feat to write a story, a cohesive story, right? I can give you, if you want a story, just to say I gave you one, I can give it. But if you want some character development, they got to have personalities. I got to make sure these timelines match up. This person not 35 right here and then you go back to 27. And like, if you want me to be consistent and develop something that actually makes sense, then you right. have a little time. Cause what? Right. Like, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the, <laughs> that's what right, I said. I, think I don't want to just put out anything. You you don't want to do that. Um, even as quick as I was putting them out last year, I still took the time to make sure that they made sense, sense and mm-hmm. that, that they were cohesive, that, you know, somebody's name wasn't Joshua here and then Tony later in the book. <laughs> <laughs> they will tell you too. In a, you'll see in the review, who is Tony? Yep. <laughs> I yep. got confused on yep. page 54 because I didn't know who Tony was. Yeah, I think we we saw something like that. Yeah, we we saw something like that last year, and it was. <laughs> so I don't want to do that. <laughs> this is the point that I'm trying to make. <laughs> so, what was your pre-writer like before you started doing this full time? What were you doing? Um, I was the scheduling manager at a home health care agency. Um. So, you know, we took went out into the community, nurses, mm-hmm. physical therapists, occupational therapists, and, um, you know, took care of patients first out of the hospital mm-hmm. or who had wounds or stuff like that. And I did that for um, six years. Oh, wow. So what made you be like, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to do this no more. It's very high turnover. Um with the with the people you were hiring? Yeah, with well no, with the people who worked there, period. With mm-hmm. I was like I was there for six years. I started out as a scheduler and then my boss left, so I took her job. Mm-hmm. And in the six years I was there, I had eight directors. Mm-hmm. Um then there's a manager, like I was the manager of the schedule, so there were managers of the clinical people, the nurses and stuff. I want to say we had seven of those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the nurses constantly rotated, the, the physical yeah. therapists constantly rotated. Um, and it was, it's a huge company, literally all over the company, the country. And, you know, people upstairs just, they just send reports and you need to do this and you need to do that and not understanding what was actually going on in the care center. And I just got tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so I, writing was never on my list of shit to do as far as a job. Um, you know, I had been writing for years to publish the traditional way the book was trashed. I completely understand. <laughs> but, 
No, let's go back. What was that about? <laughs> when you said you were trying to write it the traditional way, what 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 was it? So I, I tried when I was uh, thirteen. I started mm-hmm. writing this book, and mm-hmm. I, it took me all four years of high school to write it. I think it ended mm-hmm. up being like one hundred and twenty k. Um, but hey. again, a child wrote it. A child wrote it. But you were thirteen. Started it. Huh? A young audience? No. No, 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 because the the female was 17 and the male was 22, and that's perfect oh. for me. So a, a child wrote it. So, you know, growing up, Ashley understands that that was wrong. And there, you know, it just, it was a dumb story that you can tell. So <sighs> let's circle back today, right? Let's circle okay. back to the 17 and 22-year-old difference mm-hmm. because I do, whether people want to admit that or not, it, it, it's more often than not. Right. Yes. Oh, for sure. Right. For so sure. Not, not, I don't even want to, now, whether you think morally mm-hmm. that's okay or not is a different mm-hmm. story, but I'm not going to sit here in front like I wasn't interested in people at 17 that were. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I don't think it's something that I could put out. And because I know, like, well, you think, you think it wouldn't be received well? Like, would people it wouldn't be received well. And it, it, like you said, it happens, but. In certain situations, it's still problematic. Yeah. You know, you have a, a young-minded 17-year-old and this 22-year-old who's been through the world. And, you know, so it's still, I'm not 100% okay with it. But yeah. It, like you said, it does happen. Okay. Yeah, I always, because people sometimes call out stuff and I'm like, yeah, I get it. But mm-hmm. I was also the 17-year-old girl that was checking for 19, 20, because it's cool, right? Like, you're like, oh, you yes, yes, yes. He got a car. Yes. He could, right. Yes. That's the stuff yes. that we're, you know, yes. that's just a little. And I think it's, if I published it as a kid, it would have been all right. But I, I'm, first of all, I'm not writing young adults because I don't write young adults. But it just, <laughs> it's, it's not for me to write that. Not, I don't like young adults. Why? Because <laughs> they, I told you I'm going to start writing young adults. <laughs> I could just be like, well, no, no, not like a old girl that we know. I, I mean, literally that, I think she calls them new adults. I mean, that teenage to you know early 20 race is that's not for me i'll write a a new adult like what is mm-hmm. it 24 25 mm-hmm. uh, but i'm not going any younger than that yeah i also feel like kids think differently these days I was, way differently like my mind some of the stuff they are experiencing i'm like word i didn't experience that though college <laughs> right and even something as little as social media i don't i'm on social media quite a bit right it's, it's how i market we know I don't market but it's how I market <laughs> you know I'm on here a lot but I I notice I don't write about it a lot and I think if I if you have to write somebody in you know that young age range it is literally a huge part of their lives and it would need to be in there and I just I don't care enough about it to make it a character in a book also I don't yeah because some of the stuff I don't understand either and I'm mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. disconnect. Like, and so, like, I have periods where I don't touch Twitter for, like, um, I think one time I was going on, like, a month one time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, let me see what's going on. Like, I'm okay with disconnecting and saying mm-hmm. it's fine, but it's almost like they can't. Like, if not, yeah. the whole yeah. social life is messed yeah. up. I'll go look, but it's very rare for me to post. Um, Let me switch gears, because I need to ask about uh, the closer I get to you, right? <laughs> I feel like that book was... Man, Lou, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Where did Lou come from? 
Like who came from a name? Um, I a lot of books start with names for me, and it's not the situation. It's not like I met a person with that name in this situation. It's literally a name. I just finished. Gotta think back. I think I just finished um, either my nights like this series or um, Mirror, and um, I know what it was. You got me to read in Millie. <laughs> you got me to read in Millie. And I told you I was absolutely in love with. I, um, and, and so let's pause because we need to give Millie her flower. Millie Bella. She needs all her flowers. She like if I had a garden, she could have it. Because no, she could have it. Yes, because since you be writing, writing, and she we are writing. like, like I remember Ash reading, like that bitch can write. <laughs> yeah, it was like I, I wanted to put my pen down because I was just that moved. So you, I think I read um, Eden first, and then I yes, went back. I was cheerleading. I was advocating. I was like, hey, y'all, yes, y'all gotta read yes. this. Y'all gotta read her so, whole catalog. Let's go. I read that, and I'm like, this shit is a masterpiece. And I was like, I think it's <laughs> my mother's like I think your books are good yeah no no that's not what I'm saying I need something that will really affect people mm-hmm. you know, different than just chuckling different than all mm-hmm. their I, I really need that and I, I wrote a tweet and I was like I want to write something angsty mm-hmm. and I kid you not just the name Lou popped in my head and I usually try not to um write these generic male or female names you know I like something always a little different but mm-hmm. it was Lou and he was just he was just standing there and <laughs> and then the detail started and it was like he he's dark and why is he dark he's an asshole you know and you got to figure out why? Because I knew that he was gonna have to be somebody I was I would need to redeem in some way. Like I was gonna start him. Yes. But most people <laughs> didn't like him. Yeah. I, I had to do that. Um, but there had to be a reason because I don't want to just write, you know, a lot of my dudes are are assholes, but it's in a joking way. But he really, he really did not care about anything. Okay. No, dismissive and had answers for nothing. Like yes. I don't know, don't care, don't yep. care. Yeah. Don't care. And I was like, God damn, what does he care about? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he he came in and um then his issues came in and it was like, okay, so how how am I gonna fix him? Obviously, it's it's gonna be a woman and it needs to be somebody with um I didn't wanna do two people with trauma because I felt like that would be too much. Because it's almost like they're relying on each other to right. each other's right. issues, right? Yeah, which is, which is toxic as hell if you think exactly. about it in the grand scheme exactly. of things. Like, no, you need professional help. You don't need me coming right. into what's already bad. Right. Situation. So, um, and, you know, then I just, I think my first thought of Sim was that she was just super free and, mm-hmm. um, you know, could she just she just did whatever she wanted to, and you know it. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but she she just had this energy that was super light on paper, mm-hmm. um, and I, I remember you know I could kind of see like this this like teasing smirk, and mm-hmm. I think the smirk is what I based her around. Like just she she was built from that. So right. <laughs> So what I appreciated about it was that he actually was in therapy. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I think I see that a lot where they have characters 
been through traumatic experiences. Because I don't, I mean, I don't, I guess we could get, I don't want to give the book away. I do, because at the same time, I feel like this is not a new book. Yeah, not no, like it's not. That's, that book. doesn't bother me. But also it's not people, a suspense. It's not, if we were talking about at dusk, I would be like, stop down. Oh I'll get to that too. That's but, next. <laughs> but this one, though, there's not, it wasn't a secret. Um, well, I guess the specifics of it, I waited until the end, but you know he has trauma. Right, and he has, for everybody listening, he has sexual abuse trauma, mm-hmm. and which I don't think, I don't think I've seen too much with, um, with males, with males in, written. not at least any I've written, like I'm not, not right. out there, but right. I haven't seen, because most of the abuse is usually like just physical, maybe getting beat up kind of situation, yes. but not yeah. actual, yeah. and it was, yeah, from a you know, I can say it from a parent. I can say yes. it. But, um, yeah, I was like, ooh, this is a touchy subject. You know, yeah. like how I'm always interested how people navigate that. And I was happy because he was actively in therapy, although he was giving that lady dust. I was just right. like, yeah. you got to have a certain kind of patience to be a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Yeah. you're trying to pull stuff out of them and mm-hmm. they are resistant. Like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. Right. Uh, I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> right. And you have to have say this, that's if 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 that was a person, that's Lou, right? I don't care about Yeah, it. that's exactly what it was. Like I'm here because my aunt said I have to be here. I don't really want to tell you nothing, you know, but he wasn't anticipating, you know, how, how good um Tamara was. So it, yeah. And Tamara was wasn't she she's a she's a consistent therapist. Haven't you used her in a used her quite a bit? I started her in um Play for Your Love. She was Aria's well, Aria was talking about her sexual abuse. Um and then where she really got her personality and what when I figured out who she was, because in Aria's, I it was just it was just like a flyby scene so I could get her, you know, more comfortable. Um, but then I brought her into um the Damaged Heart series. She was in director's cut. And that was when she I need became, to come back. It's it and she was in studio sessions and right. you know I made oh, a and decision. I didn't mean to fall in love. I made a decision that I was gonna finally read the second part of uh what's the studio session series called? What's that? Oh damaged hearts. Okay. I made a decision I'm gonna finally read that second book. So let me tell you how what's her name, Talia? Yeah, Tally. She irked my soul. I <laughs> my soul. I've never written a character on person to piss people off, but it was her. <laughs> I wanted her to be unlikable. Um, I did no. on purpose for no reason. That, and that was what 2008 was it 18? Yes, yes. I have not touched that second. I kept saying, like, the first book, and then I was like, I'm not reading the second. I don't care what happened to this girl because. (laughs) And I I was like, before I did this, I said, I'm going to download it and I'm going to read it because I need to approach this the correct way and finish out and redeem myself because the insecurity was killing me. I was like, I cannot. It was bad. I'm I'm going to read. I'm going to read it. I, I got it in my actual. I reread it a couple weeks ago. Sometimes it'll be a scene that I want to go back and look at and I end up just reading the whole book. So yeah, no. 
Were you mad at were you mad at her too when you <laughs> Yeah, I, I I purposely it's hard, you know, no, let me not say that. It's hard for us to be married married, mad at our characters because we know where they're we're gonna take them. Like she had her trauma, but her trauma wasn't a hundred percent her issue. She was just a bitch, let's be honest. She just yeah. was the way that she was and um so no, I didn't I didn't dislike her. I just I accepted her. Um, but she was that way on purpose. Because I knew I was gonna make him cheat, and I knew it would be an issue with the readers, and it was. And the funny part was, it was primarily an issue with the married readers. Um, in my group, when the book came out, it was it was primarily the married readers who was like, "No, there was no reason for him to do that," and there's never a reason to cheat. Let me put that out there for everybody. But but let's. Yes, but do you cheat. want me to write? You want me to write fairy tale, or right. I, like we're we writing actual characters, right? right? If infidelity happens, like I remember people saying, it doesn't make okay, sis, but they got people every day that cheat for whatever. Listen, writing a book without cheating doesn't make sense. The rest of that shit I wrote was fairy tales because people cheat. It happens. It happens, and it's the process of getting past that. If it was mm-hmm. past it, of how they like that's the fascinating part, right? Of how. Mm-hmm got past it if they got past it like what steps do they take what kind of resentment right. do they still hold like you can't right. expect me to write this book and then say well that wasn't realistic then I give you realistic and then you're like right I don't like right. it <laughs> so right. like, what? Cause what I, mean, I easily could have just um studio sessions could have been a standalone because if I had changed it to just contemporary, yeah. um, they didn't have to get back together. People break nope. up. They, they nope. get cheated on, they break up, and they don't come back together. But that's not what I wanted to do. There was a journey that these two people need to go on. Um, there was some heavy stuff underneath, and it was dealt with, and, and they had their happily ever after. You can't you can't be mad at that journey when it still ended up where you wanted it to end up. Right. Do you think that that, that romance still has to be can we have happy for now? I think people always expect they gotta have a baby. There has to be a right. man. Uh, yeah. Does it? Does it? No. Can we just be dating and that's the right. end of that story and we're good? I'm, like I don't. I'm in a committed yeah. relationship. We're not married. We're not having a baby. Right. I think like, the first person I did that with. Um, when I first started writing, I think I thought. When I first started publishing, let me say that um, it didn't need to happily ever after. And I, but I think I was catering to the audience. It wasn't, you know, writing for myself. But in more recent years, yeah, I'm perfectly fine with they're just together. They just had this conversation. If you know, if they were broken up or if something happened, they just had this conversation. It's like, all right, we're gonna be together. The end. I know that the readers don't like it because that's when I get the the one star reviews of it ended abruptly or. Um, you know, we wanted to know what happened. So in my last couple books, I literally put there's no epilogue because I'm not done. Or, you know, there's just not epilogue because I ended it where I'm gonna end it. Yeah. Um, because some people can't appreciate that, but you don't gotta know every facet of the relationship. They're together. This is a I, I that's, got that's you your ending, right? Here. You're ended up with each that's, other. Yeah. Right. That's what you wanted. I, I made sure I, I worked out all their issues, anything that I put on the page, I worked it out. So outside of this last day of work that they have together, what do you need to know for the summer? Nothing. Right. So I, I don't think that they have to have a complete happily ever after um, because 
the happily ever afters tend to always look like marriage for people. And, and, and again, if we're being realistic, happily ever after is not no. marriage for everybody. It's not children for everybody. No. Ashley, Nicole, whatever season of my last name is, <laughs> does not believe in children or marriage. It's not for me. <laughs> Ashley is very pro, no kids. Over. Yeah, it's not for me. I I spend a lot of my time wondering, like, what the fuck do you want with a kid? Like, I get it. People like them. No. <laughs> so, um, and but I, I also appreciate that people, people like people like you, like women like you who can say, you know what, I don't want kids and I'm comfortable in that. Right. But like there's a lot of people who are selfish and assume they have to have kids because that's just what they should do. And right. then you create these little effed up kids because yes. you don't have the time. You don't care. You don't want to be a parent. Like you didn't want to you just did it. Right. Because people, and I hear it all the time. I kid you not. My mother will say a million times, <laughs> well, nobody else can have kids, but Ashley, she just said a couple months ago, Ashley, you're going to have us a baby. Us going to race it? Us going to sleep? Like, no. No. Uh, my I father. with this baby. That's I don't want nobody here. Even a kid, I don't want nobody here. So it, it's not for me. But you know, I even I went and got a pedicure. And you know, people get nosy because I don't know why people like to talk. Like, don't don't touch my feet and talk to me. Because you know that's supposed to be like the sanctuary, like the barbershop is for men. Yeah, like, but when sanctuary you go to the hair salon and don't talk to me. And the girl was like, oh, you married? Or, you know, do you do you have kids? And I'm like, no, no. Oh, how old are you? I'm oh, 30. Geez, I was 33 lady. at the time. She was like, what? What are you waiting for? What? You don't you don't have nothing. You, when are you going to do that? Oh, Never. Um, Never. Was it, it a cultural? Is it also that we take into account that it might be a cultural thing? Right. It could. It might, it might be a cultural thing. It could be. Um, I just, you're not putting that on me. That is just care. an invasive question. I hate it's it. It's very I invasive. Hate it. Because it's when you get invasive. married, right, they ask you a million times when you get married, then you get married, right? Then you finally find somebody because you're now you're like a whole bitty at 30, right? They automatically assume you're just some nobody right. don't want you you're 30 without kids and married right. with you. nothing I'm living my life until I'm ready to chill out and now that right. the day after I get married like somebody I swear somebody like just pops up and like so when y'all having kids can I kids, like, can I enjoy this moment yeah be married no. first <laughs> like can I go on a honeymoon first something something that doesn't like, would you like me. to be invited in my bed would you like right. to go Right. Like, why is that your right. business? Who are you married to, Miss? Are you happy? Do you have kids? Well, and that'd be the big question. Are you happy? You 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 enjoying that dude? I'm gonna tell you want to sit next to. Gonna tell you, eh. Well, and I don't believe it. But either way, people are gonna be like, "How she write romance and she don't believe in that stuff?" Listen, it's literally fiction. I can make shit up. Not I believe I believe in love. I do. I believe in love. I believe people can be happy, but I I don't think that you have to have children and and get no, married. it's not. And, and it's, everybody has their own situation. That's not my path in life. That's not what I want. Right. And that's right. perfectly okay. I don't understand why people are always looking at other people' paper when they're doing their work. Do you? Like, stop worrying about what I'm doing. Worry about why you married. Exactly. exactly. I mean, adultery. <laughs> like, are you telling me get married? Right. Like, you. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm so. I'm not even gonna get started because that's not the nature of this. <laughs> right. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> 
I swear we live in an opinionated time where very opinionated. Throw their opinions on you, and mm-hmm. I didn't ask for it, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna put that right back to you because I don't. Mm-hmm. And then when um, you don't conform, it's you know well you're a weirdo. And I've had people do this. No, I have an aunt who um, I had seen her maybe a year or so, and again I've I've been in a relationship for 13 years, mm-hmm. but. If you go on social media, you wouldn't know that because I just—it's not even that I'm private. I'm just not posting it again. Like I just don't do it. <laughs> what? What? I think it's fair, right? Because right. business, right? Right, right. And um, but you know, I'm—they did know, and she asked, and she's like, "When are you gonna get married, and have kids?" And I'm like, "For what?" And then the question was, "Are you a lesbian?" And I've gotten what? that quite a bit over the years. I kid you not. I've gotten that quite a bit over the years. Not on gotta be gay. Us people don't, because they assume when you get into a relationship, you have to be all out open with it. And if everybody doesn't know, you're hiding it. And why are you hiding it? Because, you know, of this. Um, so. Yeah. What? So you have to be gay if you're not. That's just the. They know gay people get married too. Or, or, are we not right. aware that babe, gay people can also right. get married? Right, like they don't take pictures with their significant other and their children, and you know. But this is the only thing that I could be. Yeah. Oh no! But also the different generation, right? Sometimes you gotta. Let this is a some... great aunt, so that that's oh, exactly well, what they thought. Hey, you gotta know who right. you're talking to too, because yeah. um, yeah. yeah, some comments that come. From yeah, it's literally just, I, you know, I didn't even get offended. It was like, no, I'm no, not. you can't. I would correct them. I, I probably would have said, you know, like gay people have mm-hmm. marriages and mm-hmm. kids too, right? Okay, mm-hmm. and then just kind of backtrack out of that, right? Right, <laughs> something else like, what you cook today, <laughs> right? But again, I don't see her often, so it was like, all right, you know, I'll see you at the next meeting. <laughs> <laughs> And I knew not to sit next to her at the next meeting. So there oh, you go. no. <laughs> so, do... Where do you get your ideas from? Like, I know you say it starts off... Do you say it starts off with a name? Sometimes it starts off with a name, or sometimes it starts off with a, a situation. I'll perfect example, the book that I'm writing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to stay off TikTok. I did stay off TikTok and I'm going to blame everything in the world on her because she's the influence. Chancia broke down inside <laughs> TikTok. And um, no, there was this guy. I cannot keep up in the text. And for anybody listening, yes, we are in a group chat and, <laughs> and they will share TikToks all day. And I'd be like, yeah, we will. Can't so <laughs> I got on TikTok and I came across. Uh, a TikTok, and it was this girl, and what she does is she posts. She's in a group of friends, uh, a group of five friends with four guys. She's the only girl, and just the concept of that, it was enough to spark a whole book. Um, because you remember so, what my first thought was. <laughs> what? When you told me the amount of scenes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ash told me the amount of sex scenes in a book, and I yeah, no, there, there, no, it was. It's and not I said, scary. I'm sorry, because you told me one girl, five guys, right. and then right, she told right, me the right. amount of sex scenes, and I said, I'm right. <laughs> yeah, and this is like this is not a king chain by anything, but I was like, is is it a gang man? Like, right? It's, yeah, no, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> but that that was enough. Just seeing that was enough to spark an idea. Right. And, and I wrote a whole book off of that. Um, 
or it'll be a song or um we she she and I saw something the other day. What was it? Um oh it was it was another TikTok. There's this guy, he only does his TikToks at work. He comes around the corner, he says whatever he's gonna say, and then he goes back. And it was secret sex at a barbecue we busting. What? <laughs> and it was like, oh, oh, because you know, I'm gonna write that that book of shorts. And I'm like, oh my God, these people here doing this at a barbecue. It, you know, and it, it I have a whole story that I'm gonna write off of that. So it it really is random stuff. It could be a, a conversation. <laughs> um I I was listening to Brilliant Idiots. And um I can't remember the, the context of the story, but the line all cotton, no meat. They said that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, now I gotta write a story about a man with a little dick. <laughs> it's it's as small as that. I it's, didn't know the association. When you were saying, I was like, oh, okay. Right, you didn't know where it was gonna go, but like, it's, it's so literally we- something as small as that. Um, <laughs> that's a pun, too. <laughs> so... <laughs> Who comes up with? I, I got. I'll be wanting to know how people brand work. I swear. Listen, I, I don't know how my own brand works. So I'll tell you about this book that I'm writing right now. My sister is editing it, and every couple minutes, um, when she first started, I got. I hate you. What's wrong with you? There's something wrong with you. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like that's all she just kept sending. So I, I can't, I can't tell you this. This book, I really allowed myself. And, and people are gonna be like actually fucked up, but to be me through mm-hmm. these men in this book, mm-hmm. um, I, because you know men they they don't care what they say to women, especially nope. a friend, somebody they consider a close friend. They nope. love you to death, but they will rip you to shreds. And I I ran with that. These boys are hard on this. That girl. is hilarious. And, but I also feel like when you have a good editor making comments, it makes you feel good. Like oh, I'm on the right track, man. <laughs> right. Right, right. So, like, if that's and, the reaction I'm getting, good. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, but yeah, this come bring it back to it. But I, I get my ideas from it's anywhere, a hundred percent anywhere. It might even be, and this is why I don't really read. I might read something, and um, it's not written the way that I want. So instead of going and writing a review, I go and write my <laughs> own version. <laughs> Do you still write reviews? No, no. I, I was about to say I don't. I don't either. Unless, no. so what I will do, like, what did I? I think with Millie, I did post that book and say, "Hey, girl." Oh, I reviewed that. Yes, I did. Yes, it was like, like I didn't. Even, I don't think I did an act. I just stopped. I just made that that thing mm-hmm. of not reviewing anybody's books because I don't need people to take my critique of them as a personal right because they got like to that point authors can't read somebody else's book and like we're not we're reading this first right i'm not reading as an author it's not let me read old girl's book so i can see if she put a period in the right place or if her story makes sense um if it's a way that i could do it differently no i'm reading it because i enjoy this person's writing right um right when i started writing right when i published uh you make me better i read somebody's book mm-hmm <laughs> and it was trash. Oh. And I reviewed it <laughs> right before, right before I published. I was it was days before I published. I reviewed it, mm-hmm. and and I was very honest. I was a very very brutal um, no nope. reviewer because I can't talk um, in my former life. 
So I reviewed this book and a fan of mine, actually, and I didn't go back to look at it for a couple of months, but um, mm-hmm. I just happened to be up there a couple of months later. And, and somebody who actually is a fan of mine went and replied to my review. <gasps> and thankfully, I don't think I was up there as Ashley Nicole, but she ripped my review. Oh, and I can just imagine what would happen they knew it was me it would be like you know this this author is just out here basically hating somebody else so all that to say no I, I no longer review unless I truly hate something and I don't review I just I, I was about to say if I don't stars. I just don't review but if I really am floored by a book and just like this was just too good I have to give this person praise. I would, oh yeah I would just post that book and mm-hmm. guys, this and I'll act the author like this shit was great. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how you did it, but I'm still thinking about this book after I read it. Right. I needed to right. let you know that it was good. But even mid, like even a mediocre, what I consider mediocre or like not necessarily good book. I just don't say anything, right? I read them. Yeah, it's not when you go to the group chat. We say that all the time. Girl, this could have stayed in the group chat. So who we wish, go and put yes. it there? I wish more people would take that into consideration. Like, yes. you, don't to, you don't have to critique everything. You don't. You don't. You don't. I'm, I'm we had a difference of opinion. Think about it. What we talked about in the group chat yesterday, we were talking yes. about her album. And I was like, man, I'm going back to <laughs> because it's so fire and Ash said that shit is trash <laughs> trash juice specifically juice that's worse than we trash and then we prompted us going back and forth and I'm yes. defending it like I wrote right. the damn like I did the album and played the guitar right. and she was just like no I think it sounds like this and we went back and forth but that is with our own little cert- like I'm not right. about to just right. be like just go put it out on social media so everybody could because you know we can can talk to each other and say I don't like it but on the internet people act like you can't say that I love it so you better love it and you just being a hater if you don't love it and it just but my issue is they be at in the person and I just be like like I always tell people when you at me on something that means you're welcoming me yes you are so if I therefore respond to you in a manner that you don't like I'm just giving energy that I'm receiving you sent for me so now that you sent for me and I respond and you might be saying this shit was so trash at Diana W right 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 well thank you for the coins for reading it sorry it didn't do it for you goodbye like what do you want me to say in response to that when you ask me you could have well, just said when, that. They're asking reasons. for a response. When you ask somebody, you're 100% asking for a response. If you just felt that way and you reviewed it and walked away, fine. I can't even, I might, again, talk about it in the group chat if I don't like your review, but I'm not going to say anything to you. But when what? you go That's on social opinion. media and you at me, you want me to respond. You're asking for a response. Right. So why not just write about the book? Even if I saw it in passing and I noticed you didn't add me, that's still fine. Right. That's mm-hmm. still okay mm-hmm. because that's your social media. You can write what you want. But just why with the tagging and the at, I'm just like, there is like like etiquette when it comes to social media. Right. And I feel right. like a lot of people miss the ball, like they miss it completely. It goes completely over their heads. Like you could just 
bypass me, girl. If it's not a good one, that's fine. You have that right and opinion, yep. but why? 100%. I don't need to see it. I don't want to see it. Yep. Like, I see enough of them on Amazon and all that. And Goodreads, like, yep. dark place. I don't need yep. <laughs> I don't yep. need it following me on social media, too. Like, that's yep. cool, right? Or even when other people tag you. Like, um, you know, somebody will post oh, something, girl. but they won't tag you, and then somebody will tag you in, like, girl, just... I, just I, let it go. Like, hair. <laughs> Deep down into my little black soul. Most times I don't care. It, it, I, I don't know how many ways I can say that. Like I spent, I feel like I spent so much energy making sure I mind Ashley's business, which is, yeah. I, you know, I'm oblivious to most shit. Y'all be talking yes. about something. You, you, like, yeah. Well, what is that? <laughs> Cecilia be like, you don't know nobody. I don't. Cause I, I just, it's how I mind my business and I stay out of drama. Right. Um, what which is a testimony of how you should live a daily basis? Right, right. We would be in a better place. <laughs> Much better place. So, yeah, there's that. But also, don't tag me in something. If that person didn't tag me, that's not your right to have that. Now, if you no. shot it to me and said it in a DM, right, and be like, right. hey, girl, look what they're saying. I even though I think they're full of shit. Like, that's right. fine. That's something between me and you. Fine. Right. You don't have to tag me on a public stage to mm-hmm. let me come see some, unless they're saying, man, I don't know who wrote this book, but it was fire, blah, blah, blah. And then you're right. for them to know who it is. Then. And they're also an idiot because typically we put our names on the front of the book, but okay. <sighs> Listen, I'm not about to. People do something. <laughs> people do, they do. They do. They do. Anyway, let me take that back because I've had a couple people say, I don't know her at, but I love this book. Yes. I was about to say, they I'm just cool might not, that. but I feel like we put our I'm handles cool in the back of books too. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, it's there everywhere. That's neither here nor <laughs> there. I'm going to just skip past that. Um, I feel like I have picked your brain about everything. I told you this wasn't about to be a typical. Um, yeah, no, I'm fine. That was a conversation. Author. Oh, wait, my internet connection is unstable. Welcome to Zoom, guys. Let me make sure it's not. We go through this all day. Let me make sure it's not going to cut off on me. Um, yeah, I told you it wasn't going to be a typical author interview just because you know that we get tired of hearing. Right. So you like to start writing. What do you do? Right. What, what do you want to write next? What's, I don't. Yeah, I didn't want to yeah. do a traditional fashion. Um. So what do you have coming next? I know you said you have something. Remember, you yeah. were like, I'm finishing this last two this book. I, and I went to bed last night. So, <laughs> well, so you didn't, you didn't no. get through the 2K that you had. No, I didn't. I'm sitting here right now um, and I'm about to do it and, and I'm going to get into my editing because Ashley's going on vacation at the end of this week and this book has to be out by then. Um, well, so, that's motivation. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a lot of motivation. I wish it would have been motivation last week so I could. <laughs> um, so, like I was saying, it's based off that TikTok that I saw with the, the girl with the four friends. She is going to end up with one of them. It will cause issues in um, her friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, it it is super funny, not on purpose. But it, <laughs> it is super, and I don't I don't think that a lot. You know, there will be a lot of books I get people be like, "This was hilarious," and I'm like, "I I didn't even chuckle." This one. I I might need to go back to therapy because there's something. Oh my god! We need to dig into it. There's something wrong. And let's be clear, Ash really does say funny shit, (laughs) and will be dead. And I think it makes it funnier because she's dead as serious when she says something. And I'm just like, my god, (laughs) is this what's in your brain? I hear that. Like, is this what you're thinking? Listen, my sister who has been here all 34 of these years. Still ask me that question. So it, you know, it 
it's real. It's innate. I can't. That is hilarious. And after that, what else? Is there something else in the in the? Um, yeah. I want to do like last year. I did my um nights like this series, which was the the six books, you know, based on one night Mm -hmm. in a storm. This year, I'm not going to break it up. Um, I'm gonna do. I don't. It might even end up being two volumes because I keep Mm -hmm. getting ideas for stories. Um, and it'll just be again one night. I don't think it's going to be right this time, but everything is going to take place in one night and um, I'll connect them however, but it'll, yeah, it'll probably be like a two volume anthology. Okay. Um, but the, I have quite a few, like I said, I started seven or eight projects. I, I wasn't going to share that there's one that's waiting somewhere. Uh, somewhere. Oh God, I didn't even include that one. Somewhere. So I guess since this is the first, this is the first uh interview um I, I almost don't want to say anything because if it doesn't happen i'll be like right I told you. right well I we if we do like, yeah if we do the the three-way conversation we were talking about before we probably could bring it up then because we we need to figure this shit out <laughs> we, we need to figure this out for purposes it's a collaborative right. and it's right. not it's a collaborative work but not right three separate books. So that's just enough of the hint I can give. Now, whether or not that actually happens, you know, I'm a, uh, it's above me now. No, it's going (laughs) to happen. It it might not be this year like we thought, but I think it's it's going to happen. It will. It is because the concept is just too good not to. Right. It it really is. It it really is. I mean, people have a town, they got names for the towns. Everybody has names. The whole place got to, We've done quite a bit of legwork and we're not going to walk away from it. So it's nope. going to happen. It's going to, ha- yes, we're going to speak that into existence. Um, yes, how can people find your books? Um, well, my books are on Amazon. That's the only place. Why? Uh, why? <laughs> why? Because you took some off Kindle Unlimited, right? So- I did, but well. Ashley is lazy. And she's a procrastinator. Now I'm sitting here thinking you about to say something else. Like no, no, no. I'm gonna be honest. I'm absolutely lazy, and I just haven't looked into it. I think I've only taken off. um, You make me better, Mm -hmm. and all of the books in the nights like this series. Oh no, all of my novellas from last year actually were not novelettes. Were not there. Um, So I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm not. I was just about to ask, is the plan to eventually remove everything? Yeah, at some point, Mm -hmm. uh, not 100%. I don't think I'll ever do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, you know the size of the book for it to make sense, for it to be. Yeah, so for people... If it doesn't make sense. Yeah, for people that don't understand how Kindle Unlimited works. So Kindle Unlimited is a part of Amazon. I'm, I'm assuming most people might know this, but if not... It's a it's a program under Amazon and you for readers, you pay what uh, 10 a month and for authors in the Kindle Unlimited program, if they put their book in there, then you can read it for free. I mean, it's not free, quote unquote, it's not free, but you're paying for a membership if you want to look at it like that to read for free if that person is in a program. But I forgot the page the page like the it changes literally every month it changes every single month um but the gist of it is we get paid per page yes so many pieces of a set every month and um obviously the more pages you get the more money you make um it is it's it's better to sell it Mm -hmm. but 
so in some ways, you know, whatever the money evens out. Um, mm-hmm. But so smaller books, they don't make sense to really put them in Kindle Unlimited. If you know, no, me, because, no, right. That's correct. Um, and what I don't think people realize is we don't, it's not a lot. Like she said, if it's a small book, it's not a lot of money. Do I think it has a place in the independent community? Yes, because there are people who are not familiar with your work and some people right. don't want to pay $5 right. for your book. And then I might read it and be like, oh, hell no, I just wasted five right. stupid book. So Kindle right. Unlimited exposes you um, to new authors. I always say like, I'll get a sense of how they write if I like their writing mm-hmm. style. And then maybe the next book they put out is not on Kindle Unlimited. I'm, I trust them enough to be like, you know what, right. give up this $5. Right. Right. Um, and a big part of it is, and this is going to sound real bad, but you uh-oh. can't get a refund um, because we found that, you know, a lot of people will just read your book and get a refund. They'll read for the Kindle, for Kindle Unlimited? No, no, no. Or just on Amazon, you know, really? books that they can't get. Yeah, you you get a lot of refunds sometimes. Um, just people, and Amazon Are doesn't you stop me? you. Yeah, you can read the whole book. It does not matter. It's not like oh, you read twenty pages, you can't get a refund. You read half of it, you can't get a refund. They can read your whole entire book and get a refund, and that happens quite often. I think I remember a couple of years ago there was like this group um, somewhere on Facebook, and they talked about doing that. Mm-hmm. So. Kindle Unlimited, you can't get your money back. Wow. So. Well, this see, well, then it makes sense in that, in that fashion, right. too. Um, right. I also feel like it's good to build your readership up and then mm-hmm. the readers trust you enough. And if you tell, and I feel like you trust, like, I'm not even going to lie when, um, because we've seen this, um, Christina Jones, Christina C. Jones, we've seen this with like, recently, too, that they've pulled a lot of their... I, whole right. catalog maybe mm-hmm. um they're doing it slowly it's not like a just mm-hmm. kind of right. thing, pulling them and putting them um direct by right right directly right. from their website the kindle right. like not the kindle version but just the ebook version but right. they're getting their money right it's not a you don't have yeah, to pay all for, of it all of it yeah and i feel because like we don't get all of it <laughs> let's just no, be honest you still you still share a percentage with amazon so it's really a it it has its benefits, but I'm not gonna lie. At some point, it it's shitty. It's shitty right. at times. I think too. once you you build up your readership like they did, and you you can do it, and you you have the team to do it, or you know how to do it, it's very beneficial to pull it. And that could be something that I do way later on. I was about to say you're at the point where I feel like you can do it, and you would still have your people. What you looking at? No, no. depends. You your your financial say otherwise that you have a boat. No, no, no. Actually. <laughs> First of all, Ashley is the rich friend, right, y'all? Like, Ashley will buy. She's like, oh, my Peloton came in. I'm like, oh, my God. I haven't, read, I, haven't, I haven't used it yet. I still have my other events there. And I'm like, oh, okay, you're just rich enough to just be able to afford two spin bikes? <laughs> and one is a Peloton. Giving the other one to my mother. I told you that. Mm-hmm. I just haven't been able to get a Home Depot. And then she'd be like, let me get in my luxury car. I just bought this $300. And she just so casually says, it. yeah, I just bought this $300 and you're just like, oh, okay, it must be like <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Who said that the other day? The cold boss was like, oh, that's rich shit. I'm like, I ain't even talked to you in months. And you still Because <laughs> you're the rich flat. You're the rich, you're the rich person. That's you know what? That's that's why my nieces and nephews always bother me. So I, I well no, them. you're supposed to always be poor to them, but <laughs> I don't got it. Auntie doesn't have it. <laughs> 
Um, and got you on the next go around. Give him a dollar yeah. and take him to the dollar store. You can buy whatever you want. Like the dollar store. Huh? Like That's the trick. That's the trick. Little kids that don't know the value of a dollar yet. If you be like, right. hey, get right. three things out of the store, it don't matter what it right. is. Girl, See, what home. I do now is I just ignore them. Like, I don't get them shit. <laughs> but I will take them to the dollar store now. Because I know. And then they can um, rack up, and you be like, "Yeah, see, yeah, right. even though that might put it in their head that you're like super rich, right. she let me get whatever I want anytime I go with her." Uh, Only right. well, when they still went to the dollar store at eighteen, they'll know that I'm not rich. Um, well, by then it won't matter, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's. I think it's more of a. Again, Ashley is lazy. I don't have I you know you know I I do all this myself from from mm-hmm. cover this 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 it's literally just me and I don't like work I think that's why I write because it you know I don't see it as work right until right. I have to edit um, well I mean nobody likes to see red marks all over right. there <laughs> right <laughs> right um, so I, I don't know maybe eventually it's something that I have to look into I also don't like to do research. Which is good, which makes it really good that I talked to Jensia because that girl, I feel like she knows everything. Yes, she does. She is a walking resource. Right. Independent author. Like, what what were you doing that day that made you care enough to check? Because I I just don't care. And she she just spits it out. Yeah, girl, you should do X, Y, Z and then use this because this and you'd be like, okay. Yep, she'll randomly in the group chat be like, um, oh, such and such um, is doing some kind of marketing thing. Y'all gonna sign on? Silence. No, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. No, not at all. And I too feel like I'm not. I feel like I'm not lazy. I just don't think people understand how much I do. Well, you are busy. You, you <laughs> so are busy. I, I be wanting to. Like my intentions are set to. Yeah. Work, but I be like, mm, I don't. No, know you you I'm are super busy. I I don't. I be know. popping on the Zoom, be like, hey y'all, in between, right. Me, to say what's up and then I right. like right. I talk about serial killers for like 10 minutes and they'd be like all right yeah. <laughs> bye guys yeah oh. well yeah she don't walk the way Chelsea don't like hearing nothing about serial killers people dying she'd be like why do y'all like this stuff and I'm like because it's yeah it's just interesting so is there um, any more suspense coming out before I let you go I would love to do some um I just I need to I need to do to do my research. I do plan to do like at least one a year uh, more if I can get there because um you know I, I've been reading romance since I was 13, mm-hmm. 14. So romance, just that contemporary regular romance, it mm-hmm. I'm tired of it as a reader <laughs> and as a writer. <laughs> I need I need more than just the relationship of these two people getting together, which is why Lou worked so well for me. There was something else for me to focus on it. Mm-hmm. And in romantic suspense, you know, I could spend so much time killing people. And <laughs> I, I think so I, I probably will will kind of move there. And also I, I really want to do paranormal. I have one that I really, really want to write. It's been outlined probably going on two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, something always comes up. And for that, I think I'm gonna need a couple of months. Yeah. Um, to make sure because of the world building for a paranormal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you have to put into it um so yeah I, I probably eventually will move away from just contemporary romance do you think your readers will adapt or do you think 
mean, I mean, that's a. I, I think I have that fear, right? Like I, yeah. do, I do, which is why I'm thinking of um, using my real name for those type of books, like my yeah. fantasy, my paranormal, right. and I actually found out my other one is considered like a black noir or something. Like I was, I didn't know there was a term for this book. I didn't know what the heck to call it because it fell in so I many categories, right? But um. Because what I realized is my re, you know, my reviews were up when it was that funny romance stuff. And then the minute I tried some different reviews drop. And I think I heard CC Jake too that that's her lowest read books are her paranormals and stuff like really? that. Yeah. She said, Yeah, people like what they like. You have a set audience who are focused on um what they're used to from you. So when you throw that new wrench, it's like a wrench, right? And they're like, mm, I don't like paranormal. I think we also have to take into account that for in the black community, it's mm-hmm. you know, you have like Christians just considered probably demonic shit, if we're honest. That's that's true. That's you know, true. I, I hadn't thought I didn't of even that, think about that. Yeah. It, it's ghosts and it's spirits and it's yeah. you know most times there's no reference of of God or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um so they probably consider it something like demonic. Right. But I feel like, and this is just, this is my PSA for anybody listening. Let, trust your authors enough. Let them follow them. Follow them on this journey. Right. Like, I, I think right. you'd be surprised at the type of story they can give when they right. are not in constraints. Like you're not tying them to the right. book. Right. Because um, in order to, to lead you to hell, I would have to go there first. And I'm just going to be honest. I'm not going. <laughs> and have it. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a parting words, right? Right, right. So I would just say uh, I'm actually excited about that. So I'll be looking forward to that. Um, how people reach you? What's your um, I have a group on Facebook. It's called the Crew. I have um a Facebook author page. I don't update it often, so go at your own risk. It's just Ashley Nicole. Um. Mm-hmm author face um face instagram twitter always impatient um and then my website is authoring ash.me mm-hmm. y'all want my phone number no i mean <laughs> no i was never <laughs> no my uh, dms are full enough no they think my dms are full enough so um all right well um Thank you for agreeing to Thank be you. part of this. I know, I think, um, I always say we were both like, I'm nervous. I'm nervous too. Like, yeah, yeah. No, it was actually easy. I'm not even sweating. Oh, you normally sweat? When you say it, like. Yeah, like, oh, I get super nervous. Like, um, I thought when I did Honesty's podcast, I thought it was going to be a video, but hers was, um, it was just, you know, obviously audio. And I was still sweating because it was like, oh, well, what does my voice sound like? And then um, <laughs> um, for for Joss, for Andy Love, we talked about Bless Your Heart, and that was live, and there were people there. And yeah, it's, you know, it, yeah, so. I no, no, no. It makes a difference. That's why I say, nah, we're going to we gonna work out mm-hmm. my first one. I am not a seasoned interviewer. I'm pretty sure I yeah. mispronounced something during this. Uh, I think it's better to have a conversation than to have it set up like an interview because it just it just flows better. Um, you know, when you're not looking down at a list asking seven. I can't do it. I will. I'll, I'll fumble something. And I'll probably ask you something stupid and be like, oh, that's not what I meant to ask you. And then yeah. I'll sound. So no, I'm actually glad that we did it in this format where it's just a conversation because I think this I think people might have learned some stuff about you that they wouldn't 
other lives have known without getting too deep in your business. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, right, because I definitely revealed that I was in a relationship and that was a secret I was going to take to the grave. Oh, oh, um, oh, well, I hope sir doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Don't listen to this recording. Oh, you close no, right. now in public set? Right, right. Right. <laughs> You're welcome for, for a name. You are welcome right. for that. So thank you again. And um, yes, y'all be on the lookout for Ashley's new book that is coming within a week if she can finish this 2K. <laughs> yeah, that she's gonna do right now. So okay. all, right. all right. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you.